Hello everyone and welcome back. Today I'm going to give you day one of the five-day challenge that I talked about last week. So I did the five, I'm doing the five-day challenge and if you're not on Facebook and you don't have connection to my pages, I'm going to give you each day that I do a a live video so you'll get the best of both worlds and if you already saw this on the Facebook you can just either listen to it again or share it with others all right enjoy hello everyone and welcome welcome to this five-day challenge I'm super excited to be here I hope you're excited too and if you aren't here right now and you're watching it on the replay please let me know that you watched it on the replay so we're here for the next five days and I'm going to try to hop on at the same time, at least today, Saturday, Sunday, and then Monday, Tuesday will be in later in the day. And so I'm not sure what time zone you're in, but I hope that you'll be able to watch this either way. So this is how to confidently ask for what you want. Now I've heard this topic come up quite a bit and a lot of people are saying, this is where I'm stuck and this is where I struggle. So I wanted to do a five-day challenge to challenge you to work a little harder at stepping outside of your comfort zone. So I reached out to a couple of survivors and they were telling me some of the things that were kind of getting in their way. So I put this together based on that because we want some real live issues that are coming up for people. So today is let's identify opportunities to speak up. Now, I had said in the post, have you gotten in the habit of ignoring your own needs? We always ignore our own needs. It seems like it's always about everybody else. But now's the time for you to make yourself a priority. So let's talk about the situations that come up that make you feel afraid to speak. So there's usually fear based around everything that is a problem for us, I, I find anyway. But what is the thing that is making you afraid to speak up? So let's start with your partner, for example. We'll use that as our first example. So you're in, you know, it could be something as simple as, hey, let's go see that movie that I've been wanting to see, right? So simple, but you might be afraid to ask that question because whatever happened in your past you probably got a nasty negative response, <clears throat> excuse me, or you um, were shot down in some way, or it could have just been flat out abuse, which is the world I lived in. So it was abusive relationship. So those responses get embedded into your neural pathway, right? So more than likely you asked a simple question like that and you got a, you know, a very nasty negative response back. And so that stuck with you and you remember that. And you don't ever want to ask for anything again because nobody wants to feel that way, right? But it could be something bigger like, hey, let's sell this house and get a bigger house. So that's a huge one, right? Like if you think you're going to ask that question and get a negative response, that's even more scary. But, you know, even asking the simple question feels just as scary. So let's identify what stops you from asking that question? And most cases it's fear, fear of the response, fear of what might happen, fear of just feeling the way you felt before. So, and as a survivor, you probably had a, a consequence to most of your questions or most of your actions or just normal behavior 
we had a consequence that was not, not good, not happy, not healthy. So that sticks with you and it gets into your neural pathway. Now I've talked about neural pathways a lot and neural pathways are our patterns and our habits. And that is what consists of our life, right? Our whole life is patterns and habits. So if you had a bad situation and you responded in a certain way, that is how your neural pathway gets laid down. It's what we do every day, what, how we respond to things. So let's look at narrow pathways like tire tracks in the dirt. So if you park in the same spot every day, you're, la you're parking on those tracks in the dirt and every day they're gonna get deeper and deeper and deeper because you're doing the same thing over and over day after day. But what do we need? We need to do something differently. So the neural pathway is your go-to. Your brain remembers these things. That's its job to go back to that neural pathway and remember what you did before so you could do it again. Of course, that comes in handy when you're, you know, going to school and need to learn things or you're at your job and you need to remember things but it also remembers the negative and the bad as well. So the neural pathway is your go-to. Now, if you had a bad response to something and you were maybe very reactive or very, you know, um, scared or you ran away when stuff happened, then your neural pathway, your pattern, your habit is going to remember that and it's gonna keep happening over and over and over, right? So you need to own the experience of what happened. And to know that your past is not your present, it's not your future, and it's over the second that it happened. Now, I know it's hard for a lot of people to take it. Your past is over the second that it happened. How does it live on? How does it stick with you? It sticks with you because every time you think about what happened in the past, you're keeping it alive and well in your present and most likely going into your future. And that's the thing we do not wanna do. We don't want to keep bringing up the past, keep thinking about it and repurposing it and just going to that old narrow pathway and saying, well, this is what I always do. This is how I acted back then and I'm gonna keep doing it because that's what feels safe and that's what feels comfortable and that's what you know. So we don't want to keep recreating the past. We want to create a new experience. So when I say own what happened to you, I mean own the fact that it happened then and this is now. That you have the opportunity now that you are out of the unhealthy situation, you're out of the um, abusive relationship, you're living your life, you're trying to build your business or build a relationship with someone and that's the mindset you have to be in. This is where I am now. And I'm not gonna let that, I'm not gonna drag that past around with me like a heavy purse, like I always say. Don't drag your past around like a heavy purse, right? So we only experience by saying, the past is not going to be my future. I am not going to let that be part of my current life or my future. And knowing that that's what happened then, and you know, a lot of times, the past is gonna to try to creep in. And somebody had said to me, look at, yeah, I get it. It's my past and it's over, but those past people and those past things keep showing up in my life. And yeah, that's how it's gonna go. But we need to be armed with the tools in order to overcome it, right? So it's the situation from the past that was awful 
not you. It was you trying to deal with it, but it's not the past. It's the, it's the situation, the circumstance, the people, and most likely other people's opinions, other people's feelings, other people's way of talking to you. That was them, not you. It just all got dumped on you. So I want you to own that feeling, own it. Like that has nothing to do with me. I'm still amazing. I'm still the great person that I, that I was, and I just need to revive her back. So also remember that the behavior of other people belongs to them. And I want you to dig deep into who you are and who you were before all of this and the person you want to be because this is what your future is going to be, not what someone else told you. And I posted on my podcast, maybe a couple episodes ago, I talked about me and how I let the opinions of other people shape who I thought I was. And that became my neural pathway. There it was all laid down. And I was convinced that I was not good enough and not pretty enough. And even some of that stuff was me convincing myself of that, right? So, but other people dump their negative energy on you. And when you take it on, it is very debilitating. Remember, you are capable. You are a capable person and you have a lot to offer. You can be the amazing partner or you can be the very effective employee or better yet, entrepreneur. How many of you have been thinking, I'd like to start my own business. I'm, you know, I'm done working for other people and being told what to do all the time and being triggered every day by everything that everybody's doing that has affected me in the past. I want you to start believing in you again, right? Start owning the person that's inside of you and the one that felt like it was stuck, but you're not stuck. You're here now, I'm here now, and we're gonna do this. So I wanna give you an example. So let's go back to the partner and you say, hey, let's sell this house. I think we need a, I think we need a new house. I think we need a bigger house, right? So what is, you know what's going to happen. You know they're going to say no. They might say no. They might say we can't afford it. They might say this house won't sell, right? Those are all the things. And you, the typical you and the survivor you and the past damage you is going to be like, okay, yeah, you're probably right. And then you, you're stuck. Or um, yeah, you're, yeah, we don't have the money. Or you know, maybe it won't sell and better just stay here because that's safer. That's safer for you to not step outside of your comfort zone and not challenge yourself and challenge the people around you. So what you need to have is a plan in place. And this is super important to your growth. And this is what I recommend for everything. If you have a plan of what you're going to say, or you have a plan of what you're going to do, that is so empowering, so empowering. So here's the plan. Okay. So they say, nope, can't afford it. And you could run away, but here's what you're going to say. I did some number crunching and I found out that we actually can afford it, right? So that's you taking control of the situation. Like why settle for what somebody else is saying? Just like we did before, just like I did. I settled for the fact that, you know, people said I wasn't this or that and I believed it. And then that became my personality. That became my persona. That was just me. So you have to say, I have a plan. I'm going to put a plan in place. I'm going to overcome this. I'm taking charge of this. This is my life and my outcome. So, yep, I did some number crunching and I realized we actually can't afford it. Or they just 
flat out say, no, I don't want to sell this house. So maybe you say something like, let's talk about it. What's stopping you from wanting to do this? What comes up for you when you just immediately say no? Have a plan to have a conversation with that person. Or um, they could say, well, this house won't sell. And you come back with, well, I did a little market research and guess what? I found out that the houses in this neighborhood are actually selling for higher than what people are asking. Oh my gosh, like who knew? Well, because if you run away and you hide and you accept everything that people tell you, you're not gonna have any space in your brain to learn something new. I'm gonna try, I wanna move, I want to go to that movie, I'm gonna find out the information. So being armed with knowledge gives you power. Taking charge and just doing what you wanna do puts you back in the driver's seat, doesn't it? Okay, now I always say, don't just complain about something, but come to the table with a solution. When people say, oh, well, we have a problem, <clears throat> excuse me, and here's the problem, right? But nobody wants that. They want to know, well, what's the solution? And if you come to the table with a solution, the problem almost goes away for them because they're like, oh, tell me more. What did you find out? So the solution is your freedom. The solution is your voice and it's your power, right? Okay, now here's another example for work. So let's just say you want that promotion, you wanna move up, or maybe you even want to start a business, but you want the promotion because it's higher pay and it's better hours. So what will happen if you ask your boss? If you say something like, I was wondering if I might be a candidate for that new position that's available. Now, this is super scary because I've had a lot of um, negative situations happen at my past employ employers. But anyway, it's so scary. Like it's worse than asking the partner to go to the movie or to sell the house. Like I wanna know if I'm a candidate because what could they possibly say that is gonna scare you to death? And I mean, like nobody wants to lose their job and that could be a consequence. But anyway, they might say something like, well, I'm not sure you're a right fit for the job. Now that's gonna cut you to the core, like, ugh, that's what I didn't wanna hear, I knew it, right? And that's your past from when somebody put you down or hurt your feelings or whatever it was, that's gonna swoop right in, it's gonna make you get up from your chair and say, okay, thanks, and leave. Just wanted to ask, right? That's not the way we wanna do it. You might wanna say when you, when they say, you know, we don't think you're really a right fit for this job, you could say, I have done some research on this position and I can show you how I can help your company. Let me tell you what I'm thinking. So then they may be intrigued and maybe they'll want to listen. Whether they say yes or no, you now have taken charge of the situation. You now are presenting something that maybe they, they want to hear. And they might say, um, when you ask, so we have a few people that we need to inter interview first and you might want to say something like, well, that's completely understandable. And here's some benefits that I think I can bring to this position that might help the company. So then again, you're taking charge of the sit. You're not just running away. You're not just looking, you know, like you're weak and don't have an, it in you to stick it out. So, but these comments will want to make you run away. Even just the questions to the partner, like I wanna go see this movie that I've been wanting to see, something so simple as that. And they go, no, I don't, I don't wanna see that that looks like a stupid movie. That could make you want to run away. 
and just say, or you could be reactive. A lot of people are very reactive and they're just like, they'll lash back or they'll retreat and they'll go hide somewhere and they'll never ask that question again. So any of those comments could cause you to cringe. They're very cringeworthy. <laughs> so we don't want that. We want to be in control of all of our outcomes. So it's in that moment that you need to take a pause in that moment when the boss says whatever they're saying or the boyfriend or the husband or whatever says whatever it's that those moments that you need to take a breath and remember that you are capable you are the person you've always wanted to be and that you were before take a pause and think a moment and remember that your past has no power over you I want you to say that with me. My past has no power over me. You are in charge. So grab those opportunities by the collar. I wanted to say grab those opportunities by the balls, but I'm going to say grab those opportunities by the collar and stare them in the face. Stare them in the face and say, I'm in charge of this situation. The consequence might not be as bad as you possibly could imagine. Right? So don't let those no's stop you. Don't let them. If you continue to get no's, use that to try again. Use that as your guideposts. Failure is not the enemy, but failure is your friend, right? And you can work on, you know, what didn't work, what did work. If they say no, and this is why, at least if they give you a reason, no, this is why, <clears throat> just take that and say, okay, what, what can I do differently next time? Failure helps you grow, right? It's your friend. I want you to remember that failing is your friend because every time you fail, it gives you an opportunity to try something different, but don't let that be the thing that makes you run away, right? Stop. If, if you have, if you fail ahead of time, failing ahead of time is you saying, okay, no, I'm not going to do this. You're right. It's too risky. Let's not sell this house. You know, maybe it won't sell. Maybe we won't have enough money that those things are failing ahead of time, convincing yourself that it's not going to work. Don't fail ahead of time. Don't let fear stop you from failing because when you don't even try, that's going to make you stuck and it'll keep you stuck and you'll find yourself sitting in the same position. So, and I also want you to know that when you're, when you're confident, it is very sexy. So sexy to be confident. When you see somebody walk into the room and they're like, you're like, wow, who's that? That must be the person in charge. Look at how she's walking in the room. So confident. It is a sexy thing. So I challenge you to use your voice and grow and go ahead and fail. Go ahead and fail. You will only grow stronger from it. All right, everybody. Tomorrow at the same time, we will be talking about which relationships that you want to work on and to improve and the ability to ask for what you want. So same time, noon, tomorrow, I'm going to hop on. I hope you hop on too. And we're going to move past this and we're going to get this challenge going. So thanks for joining me and feel free to send me messages and I'll be happy to respond to them. All right. Have a great rest of your day. Okay, everybody, thank you for listening. And if you want to see the live video of me talking, um, you can go to my Facebook group, which is K Messina.
Professional Women Survivor in Facebook. You could get there from my regular Facebook page. And it's just a group you have to join. So that's where I post lots of good videos and things. So feel free to hop on over to there and watch this live. Otherwise, I'll, I'll present the next one next week. All right. Have a great day. Hello. If you are interested in moving from a survivor to a thriver in your life and or your business, I have a six months coaching solution just for you. This is how it works. We meet one-on-one once a week on a coaching call from the comfort of your own home or office. I meet you where you are at right now in your journey so that we can move forward from here. We will identify where you are stuck and put a plan in place and a path to follow to your success. If that sounds good to you, just hop over to my website at karenmessina.com and sign up for your confidential consultation. What do you have to lose? Can't wait to meet you.